You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. He is here on the morning show. He is Pete the Vet. Good morning to you, Pete. Good morning, Declan. Pete is uh, from his website at PeteTheVet.com. He is also from the practice on Old Kona. He also writes a local papers. But he's on TV3 as well. And uh, tomorrow morning, if you want to know what Pete looks like, well, you'll see him before and after because you're getting made up as a ghost or a scary person. You're scary to us, Pete, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on? For a bit of fun tomorrow on Ireland AM, they're taking a bunch of us regulars, you know, like the gadget guy and the the, the, the cook and the beauty lady and all the rest. And we're all being taken in and um, given the Hollywood-style horror makeup um, thing. So we're going to end up, I don't know, in all that kind of white, white paint and fake blood and... Um, uh, strange costumes as well. So we're all being dressed up like that and they're going to kind of give a demonstration of how weird people can be made to look um, over a couple of hour period. So we'll be in at 7 o'clock in the morning going on live on air saying, look, here we are, normal people. Pretty horrific, as you point out, uh, Declan, in some cases. Um, but here we are as normal people and then through the morning they're going to gradually do us up and by the end of it we'll have a completely different appearance. So it'll be a bit of fun. Good improvement. Excellent. Very good. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, listen, um, before we get down to looking after your pet, because pets can be very scared if there's all sorts of loud bangs and things, and I suppose persistent knocking on the door from the kids who are enjoying Halloween. But before we get down to that, there's uh, something being celebrated this week, I read, um, about black cats. Black cats, I don't know, are they the things that if they cross in front of you, I don't know if that's good look or bad look yeah, or what the story well, is. Well, I, 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 I've been doing some research on this recently. My, I, I write a, a column in the Bray People, the Wicklow People, um, and this week I wrote all about black cats because it was, this week is known as Black Cat Week, partly because it's Halloween and um, cats, black cats especially tend to get a bit of a hard time. They're kind of seen as witches' familiars uh, or, or, you know, um, as if they're possessed in some strange way. So to try to counter that, they make this in, um, Black Cat Week. Uh, and in fact, yesterday was International Cat Day along the same theme. But sticking to black cats, yeah, when they cross in front of you, what is the story? Well, I think this is something, from my research, it's something which starts in Germany, where there's a specific rule about it. And if the cat moves in front of you from left to right, it's a good sign, whereas if it goes from right to left, it's bad luck. So that's the rule in Germany, and I think maybe we just... For a poor old cat, a muggy. It's bad luck, yeah. Not, not bad luck for the cat, it's bad luck for you. So, which is, the, which is good luck and which is bad luck again? Left to right is good luck. So, so the way that you read text across a page that's good luck whereas right to left is bad luck apparently it's a bit of nonsense of course but i'm just saying that so the, it suits the, the way we drive maybe that, that it comes in front of us <laughs> first before it goes out to the other lane well maybe in a, in, uh, in germany it's the other way around it comes from the other lane over in front of them i don't think it's anything to do with driving this is an age-old tradition the thing is that um People have always felt quite superstitious about cats, and it, it goes back a long, long way to Egyptian, ancient Egyptian days where they used to worship a cat god. And in those days, if you had a, a cat living in your home, it was regarded as good luck because you're helping a, a creature that's linked to this to this um, uh, creature that you're looking after. Um, but um, in um, 
European history in kind of medieval times, it changed, and they began to to see uh, black cats in particular, or any cat, but in particular black cats, as being um, companions of witches. And so um, they would, I think they were called the familiar, weren't they? That was the term that was used. And this image was created of a a cat sitting on the back of a broomstick as a witch zoomed around the place. <laughs> and it had to be black. And, and yes, indeed. Black and, equals and darkness or something like yeah, that. And, yeah, and, and this black cat acted like a spy or a messenger for the witch. And so um, I'm sure that many cats, um, especially black cats, were killed over the years by superstitious people. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, there was even a question raised in, uh, in America in the 1960s of people uh, looking for racial equality in many parts of the United States. And they were saying, how can, how's black always considered bad? Yeah, that, that's uh, yeah, that's um, it's a good question. But definitely, I mean, the modern manifestation of this is that if you ask any animal rescue centre, black cats are the most difficult ones to rehome. People don't like black cats as much as they like other coloured cats when it comes to choosing a pet, and part of that is because. Um, it's actually very difficult to take photographs of all black animals. And in this image-conscious world, people like to take pictures of themselves and their little pets, you know? And it's very hard to get a picture. All you get with a black animal is a black blob. And maybe the eyes, if, you, if, if you're lucky, but you can't see the rest of them. Whereas if you've got a lovely tortoiseshell or tabby or even a black and white cat, you can see all the, the beauty of the creature. And so if you're choosing a little cute kitten, maybe you're not so likely to choose the black one for that reason. But whatever the reason, um, black cats are much less popular and so um, it's difficult to get homes for them and that's one of the reasons why they, ha- they call this Black Cat Week they're trying to give a positive PR spin to black cats OK, it's Pete Weatherburn, our vet from Brave Vet in O'Connor and his website PeteTheVet.com uh, To finish, Pete, um, people who have pets of all different types there's a lot of potential disruption tomorrow night Yes, I, I, um, the two things are first of all, there's a danger to pets because when there's fireworks and bonfires around, unfortunately some people take it in their heads to be cruel to animals. So do keep your pets in, especially keep cats indoors um, these next few nights. The second thing is that pets often get very frightened of fireworks. If they're outdoors at all, that can mean that they bolt and they run off. And um, the day after Halloween is the, the biggest day for dogs, stray dogs being found. And so if you, if you have a, a dog or a cat, put an ID tag on their collar especially over the next few days. So if they do run off, they can be returned to you. And if you've got a dog that gets very spooked by loud noises, well, there are going to be fireworks and bangers going on outside. Um, So make sure that you set up a nice little den for them somewhere in the house with plenty of... um, nice comfy bedding, a radio on in the background and maybe the windows the curtains closed or the windows screened off so there's no flashes of light coming from outside um, and if you do that your dog's much more likely to settle down and be uh, less anxious and they'll have a happier Halloween as a result. Alright thanks very much indeed Pete. Now just to finish off we were talking about names last week and Kelly from Kilcool has been in touch and she says there was a dog in Sex and the City called Pete was there. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't that funny? I didn't know that. So there you go. Now, what do you think of that, Pete? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I'm quite proud of that. Good old Pete. Yeah, indeed, yeah. So have you got a dog's name or a dog got a human's name? Um, I, I think it started with humans, but I'm not sure. There's a lovely old rhyme as well called Piddling Pete about a dog 
with diabetes. It's a lovely rhyme, and it's um, one of the few party pieces that I have filed away in my head. So um, maybe I'll tell you that one day, Declan. <laughs> okay. Piddling Pete. <laughs> yeah, he's not piddling Pete. <laughs> well, you know. Okay, he has his other uh, attributes. <laughs> Pete Weatherburn, our vet. You can hear this broadcast again on PeteTheVet.com. Thanks very much indeed, Pete.